Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything Kratom. Great to have you here with us on this Friday morning. I hope everyone out there is doing fantastic. Today, I wanted to take a look at really the primary argument that people make when they say that Kratom is helping to drive the opioid crisis and also it's you know a huge part of the overdose deaths and it, that it's even significant enough to worry about with that as the backdrop because that's really the primary argument for banning Kratom and it's a very timely issue obviously and I think that that's what sets Kratom apart from many other things is that there's this ongoing opioid crisis happening at the same time. So that's what I wanted to look at today, and and just to point out the absurdity of the argument that we should even be worrying about Kratom right now, when so far, all of the evidence that I've seen, and this is including evidence coming from the sources that would like to have Kratom banned, all the evidence I've seen does not suggest any reason to worry about Kratom in the near or long term, honestly. So anyway, let's look at this because I just I really want to put this to bed. I think that it's it's been long enough. Let's just do this. Let's get this over with and all move on together and try and find a way out of the real crisis. Right. Okay. Also, uh, as a quick note, I'm bringing up a few sources. One of them I've brought up before. One of them I haven't. A couple others. And I'm not sure if I have brought them up in the past or not, but I'll always link whatever I mentioned in the description of this podcast. So you can do your own research and check me. Okay, here we go. So looking at the National Institute on Drug Abuse, NIDA, and of course it says Advancing Addiction Science, it says on their page about overdose death rates, okay? And remember, Kratom is supposed to be like helping to drive the opioid crisis and be just as bad as heroin and fentanyl and all that stuff. So just remember that. We're looking at NIDA and it shows some charts on overdose death rate. This is looking between 1999 and 2020. So it's a good range. You know, it's 21 years. Looking at this range, you see an absurd increase starting in 2000. Okay, this is starting when, according to this very same source, there were like, like less than half a million people using Kratom at the time or like maybe a million, right? Even today, the the conservative estimate is like around 3 million people at most using Kratom. And then the, the opposite, the liberal estimate would be like 16 million people today. But regardless of that, pretty much everyone generally agrees that there were like less than a million people using Kratom before the year 2000. So you're starting off with hardly anyone using Kratom and the overdose you know, death rate among all ages 
This is showing that it is like around 20,000 people per year. And in the year 2001, so around 20, let's call it 21,000. And, and then 20, you know, 2002, it's like 22,000. And then 2003, it's like thir- like 25,000, maybe 27,000. 2004, it's like 30,000. Like four years, it goes up 50%. And then it just does it again and again and again until we get to today, well, at least 2020, where you have 91,799 overdose deaths. And from the information shared by these same sources since then, the pandemic ratcheted that up again. So we're looking at like 100,000 overdose deaths a year right now. So do the math, people. 20,000, 20,000, and now 100,000. That is five times as many deaths. That is crazy. And to think that Kratom is driving this at all is absurd. Because you can look at this same website, NIDA's website, look at the types of drugs causing the overdose deaths. Here you go. Synthetic opioids other than methadone, primarily fentanyl, it says. 60,000 in 2020. So, and and that doubles in the past three years. That number has doubled. It was like 30 or 40,000. Yeah, like 35,000 or 33,000 in 2017 caused by fentanyl or methadone or synthetic opioids is the category. And then... Three years later, it's at 60. This huge spike in overdose deaths recently is not because there's more people using Kratom. And again, I'm going to touch on this in a second, but just remember, synthetic opioids, other than methadone, primarily fentanyl, okay? You also have a large number of uh, overdose deaths happening from cocaine, and that's like around 20,000 overdose deaths right now. And psychostimulants with abuse potential, primarily methamphetamine. That's another one that's up there right now. That's around like 25, 27,000 in 2020. So these are like the primary ones. You also have heroin at like 15,000. Ben, benzodiazepines. I can never say that right. Sorry. <laughs> Benzos at like they're about the same level. And even get this, you guys, antidepressants which in 1999 was like, I don't know, if I'm looking at this chart correctly, maybe like 500 to 1,000 people dying of it in in 1999, overdose on antidepressants. That number has even slowly been rising. And, you know, it's still pretty low on the chart, but from what I can tell, it's more like up around like three or 4,000 overdose deaths in 2020. So even that number has gone up exorbitantly. So each one of these substances has been you know basically causing a lot of overdose deaths and going up and up and up and when it comes to fentanyl it's been going up exponentially in the past uh five years six seven years so that is what's driving it now let's look at a couple other things though so when you go to this study through by the way the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So this is both government agencies sponsoring this 
study. This says, unintentional drug overdose deaths with Kratom detected, 27 states, July 2016, December 2017. Data on 27,338 overdose deaths that occurred during July 2016 to December 2017 were entered into the uh, suitors, which is the state unintentional drug overdose reporting system. And then there's postmortem toxicology included, and, and it says... 152 of these 27,000 overdose deaths, so 152, which is, by the way, everyone, 0.56% of those, there is a positive post-mortem toxicology test for Kratom. And then it says post-mortem toxicology testing protocols were not documented and varied among and within states. Think about that as well, because not only... Is it that we don't even have a standardized way of like testing for Kratom or these toxicology reports aren't testing for Kratom in the same method, but even between states, it's different. And within one state, you could have two places right next to each other testing for Kratom in completely different ways. So that is just beyond me in like, in terms of like why you would be trying to make an argument that Kratom is like so much more prevalent than it really is in overdose deaths and that it's causing the overdose deaths when you don't even have a standard way to test it between two buildings that are sitting next to each other (laughs) in the same state or town for instance anyway let's keep on with this report it then says looking at those reports 59.9% of those 152 kratom positive deaths there are seven where kratom was the only substance to test positive although the presence of additional substances cannot be ruled out it always says that right it then goes on to say that in approximately 80 percent of kratom positive and kratom involved deaths in this analysis those who died had a history of substance misuse 80 percent And approximately 90% had no evidence that they were currently receiving medically supervised treatment for pain. Postmortem toxicology testing detected multiple substances for almost all of those who died. Fentanyl and fentanyl analogs were the most frequently identified co-occurring substances. Any fentanyl was listed as a cause of death for 65.1% of kratom-positive people and 56% of kratom-involved deaths. So I'm going to stop there and just say the idea that someone can be Kratom positive versus Kratom involved. What does that even mean? Does that mean that there's a certain level, a magic level of metragenine or 7-hydroxymetragenine that once you go over that, then it officially has contributed to someone's death. But if you're under it, it hasn't. And by the way, the testing requirements and the way people test for it, the methods are completely different even within states. It, it does not measure up scientifically whatsoever. And again, please remember, I say on almost every show that I do at some point or another, I really don't have an agenda here. And I know you're sick of me saying that, but like, I, I feel the need to say this. They're doing it to themselves. <laughs> like, I, they're doing it to themselves. They're, they're, the way that they report on this is just ridiculous. Okay, if you keep on going through the report, it says... And this is kind of the kicker. And then we're going to move on to something else. Kratom positive deaths accounted for less than 1% of all of the overdose deaths 
between July 2016 and December 2017 that were put into this uh, reporting system. Identification of Kratom is method dependent. Therefore, these data might underestimate the number of Kratom positive deaths, although the extent cannot be determined. However, because suitors, which is the reporting system, records results of jurisdiction-specific post-mortem toxicology testing, as well as overdose-specific circumstances, it is possible to ascertain that Kratom was present primarily in deaths that occurred as a result of overdoses related to substance misuse and that Kratom was most often detected in combination with multiple other substances. Boom. Nail in the coffin. Done. That right there, my friends, is the end. That's the end. Like, like this is the CDC and the Department of Health and Human Services saying in the same report where they're trying to show any evidence of Kratom being dangerous, that not only does it occur in less than like 1%, it's like in half a percent of all overdose deaths recorded in this time period where it's even positive in the person's body. Oh, and by the way, positive and Kratom involved are two different things and the reporting requirements are different. But in addition to all of that, because of this, as well as overdose-specific circumstances, it's possible to ascertain that Kratom was present primarily in deaths that occurred as a result of overdoses related to substance misuse and that Kratom was most often detected in combination with other substances. So there's no evidence of Kratom killing people, according to this report by the CDC. I mean, really, like that's what that means. You can't turn around and say, oh, but I mean, we're just going to say that that it was responsible for a few of these. No, you can't even determine that according, you know, based on your own wording. Okay, here's the next thing. The next thing, this, I'm just going to point out one paragraph here because it's exactly related to what we were just talking about and it comes up in everything else, but this study actually says it out loud. So here's the paragraph. This is, this is, by the way, in the American Journal of Forensic Medicine and Pathology. Like, I'm trying to only hit up sources that are believable and I'm trying, trying to find the sources that are trying to say that Kratom is dangerous and then using those to show that they're not even making the point well enough to, like, really take it seriously. Listen to this. In the abstract, the abstract of this study that's trying to determine, in their words, it aims to establish a potential lethal range for metragenine, the active compound in Kratom, by investigating 35 deaths in northern Nevada between 2015 and 2020 where it was present. It says the range that metragenine concentrations were found in, and when you go through all of that, it says this. Listen to this. It says... There was no statistically significant difference in blood concentrations between cases where metragenine was not listed as a cause of death and cases in which metragenine contributed to death. I'm going to read that again, and then we're going to move on. There was no statistically significant difference in blood concentrations between cases where metragenine was not listed as the cause of death and cases in which metragenine contributed to death. In other words, there's absolutely no consistency between the reports that say that Kratom caused or helped cause a death and reports where they just simply listed it as being present in the body 
but not contributing to death. There's no consistency in terms of the amount that was in people's bodies. Okay, last thing, and then we will leave this be. This one, I'm not going to go into much because I actually already did a whole episode on this, but I just wanted to mention it. This is great, and and it's a great resource to show other people because it's a visual. Pull the charts out of this last study, okay? This one is from the uh, National Library of Medicine, National Center for Biotechnology Information, and it's a study that does a follow-up, essentially, to another one, and it's looking at deaths in Colorado attributed to Kratom from 1999 to 2017. And get this, in the investigation of all 15 Kratom-related deaths that were mentioned in that whole time period, which by the way, 15, you guys, in the time period where the number of overdose deaths rose in this country by over five times, there were 15 in Colorado that were mentioned to even involve Kratom. The follow-up report investigation found that that, that, that 14 of those 15 clearly involved multiple drugs. And residual blood was not available for the remaining Kratom-related death to even check. Now, I think that that is the most compelling argument because it shows the year of the death. Let's take any one of these, for instance. 2013 to 2016, or 2013, someone died. Opioid and benzos abuse in their medical history. Uh, recent history of seizures associated with benzo withdrawal. And then it shows the whole blood toxicology report for how much metragenine is in their blood. It also says additional drugs identified. This person that I just chose at random, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten other substances. Ten other substances in addition to Kratom. Want to hear those other substances? Do tell. Yes, let's do it. Ethanol, caffeine, unidentified stimulant, anticonvulsant, gabapentin, uh, acetaminophen analgesic, uh, analgesic, benzodiazepine. Oh my god, I can never say that word. Um, Edizolam. I don't even know that one. Uh, tryptamine, psychedelic tryptamine, and 5-MeO-AMT. What the hell is half of that? <laughs> multiple medications affecting central nervous system, psychoactive prescription medications, evidence of etazolam used on scene or use on scene. Let's choose another one. Here's another one. Remember, this is kratom caused death, you guys. Kratom caused death. Listen to this one. And and this is a great follow-up investigation. They should do this everywhere because they even like have notes about what was found on scene and everything. I do like that. Listen to this. So the year for this one is 2016. Positive for Kratom. They also had oxycodone. Follow-up reports, fluoxetine. Uh, also, pseudoephedrine. Alcohol and prescription drug abuse, depression and anxiety in their past. And if they were found unresponsive in bed, meds recovered from scene included morphine, benztropine, hydroxypam, trazodone, Lidoderm, Fetzema, Lithium, Gabapentin. All of that found on scene with this person. And you look through this report and it's like every single 
one of these looks just like that. Here's another one, 2016. I'll read one more. 2016, um, po- positive for, you know, uh, kratom. Also, oxycodone, tramadol, topiramate, diphenhydramine, zulpidem. I really can't read any of these medications, but that should just go to show how ridiculous this is. And then it says, as the notes, found unresponsive at work in prone position with head hanging into plastic container. Autopsy. Pressure injuries of neck. Consistent with mechanical compression. Pathologist. Death due to probable mechanical asphyxia accompanied by mixed drug intoxication. That was a kratom-related death, my friends. I rest my case. I'm done. So I'm going to link all of these in the description of this podcast, but, you know, what else can I say? Find me something other than this and we'll talk. Now, the one thing that I will say to, you know, balance this out, although I don't think it can ever be balanced fact-wise, there's one death in that Colorado report that I do wonder about. The one where they couldn't get additional blood to test and only had Kratom positive in terms of drugs, they also had Cetolopram, and that is in, uh, uh, an antidepressant. And I've come across this before where people who have had Kratom and that same antidepressant, Cetolopram, have had problems, and I think one other person has died with that in their system as well. So... The one thing that I do want to say is I am now very sketched out about Kratom being mixed with certain antidepressants. I think there is some evidence there that could, you know, show some sort of poor, you know, uh, combination that doesn't involve any other illegal substances. So I think that it's well worth the attention. And I don't, you know, I like I said, no agenda here. So like that's what I've that's what I found through all my research so far. The only thing I found is that I think Kratom could be dangerous if combined with Cetolopram in high doses. And that's pretty much it. Like, like that's all I know. <laughs> and even there, like, there's not enough evidence. But, um, but that, that's the pattern that I found. So I think it's worth uh, taking a look at. That aside, um, you know, go check a look at these reports and see what you think. But that Colorado one especially... They, they show the original, you know, the, the ones where they really did some um, some additional, additional investigation. But you should really look at the citations in the chart of every single death recorded where the, where Kratom pops up. There's 15 of them. And it's a really long list because for each one, there's like five substances <laughs> that, that they end up finding as well. So take a look at that. I hope everyone's doing well out there. Have a great weekend. And we will be back on Monday. Take it easy, everybody. Bye-bye. Alrighty. 